Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM still has work to do to make sure it's not hit with another cyber breach. There may be a new way to review how federal employees are paid compared to the private sector. And Veterans Affairs could use a little help cleaning up its messes, literally. Those stories and others in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management and its Inspector General are still locked in a battle over OPM's progress in improving the agency's cybersecurity controls. The IG says OPM has improved its security posture, but six of 54 OPM systems still lack two-factor authentication and rely on unsecured user passwords. The IG says OPM leadership has not given its chief information officer adequate resources to comply with security recommendations, and it also has historically not valued the proper role of a federal CIO. Four agencies fall well short of giving their CIOs total budget authority. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Departments of Justice, Energy, Treasury, and Health and Human Services fail to meet the eight requirements to give their CIOs more IT budget oversight as required under the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA. The Government Accountability Office finds in a new report released yesterday that those four agencies met or partially met only six of eight requirements. Justice was most successful, fully meeting five of eight and partially meeting two more. Energy and HHS met only one of the criteria fully and partially met five others. I'm Jason Miller. The Federal Salary Council will issue a range of opinions to the president's pay agent about how it might review and compare federal pay with the private sector. The council's members say the current comparison model is flawed and support possibly comparing pay and benefits with the private sector while also adding more human capital data to the mix. Federal employee unions say the current methodology should not be changed. OPM and the Federal Salary Council are confident employees in Norfolk, Virginia and Burlington, Vermont will see locality pay in time for their first paycheck in January 2019. The council also approves another locality pay area, recommending Des Moines, Iowa get its own locality pay designation. The General Services Administration sees a huge opportunity to drive down the number of leases it manages over the course of the next five years when about 4,000 agency leases will expire. Those lease agreements add up to about $3 billion in annual rent payments for more than 100 million square feet of leased federal real property. Dan Matthews, the commissioner of GSA's Public Building Service, says the agency will focus the bulk of its attention in the coming years on right-sizing about 1,100 leases that make up the vast majority of the federal real property spending. President Trump nominates Naomi Rao, the administrator in the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs at the Office of Management and Budget, to fill the seat vacated by Brett Kavanaugh on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. Rao has been OIRA administrator since July 2017. Before that, she was an associate professor of law at George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School, where her research and teaching focused on constitutional and administrative law. More janitors are needed at Veterans Affairs Medical Centers, according to the Government Accountability Office. GAO says there's a known shortage of qualified cleaning and janitorial staff at many facilities, which affects their ability to correct problems in areas veterans receive care. There is also a shortage of engineering staff at many centers. 
It's taken nearly a year, but senators come to an agreement on a bill to authorize the Coast Guard for 2018 and 2019. The bill establishes $10.5 billion for the Coast Guard in 2019. It also gives the Coast Guard Commandant new acquisition tools like multi-year funding to procure a future cutter. The Homeland Security Department would gain a new agency under a bill that has passed the House. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Bill passed unanimously. It already passed the Senate, so it's awaiting the president's signature. The new agency would reorganize and essentially replace the National Protection and Programs Directorate. The CISA's main mission would be to lead federal efforts in cyber and physical security. Undersecretary Chris Krebs says the new name would reflect what the agency actually does. I'm Tom Temin. It's been two years since Congress ordered the Pentagon to tighten up its regulations on lowest-priced, technically acceptable contracts. But as Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, DOD is just getting started. The 2017 Defense Authorization Bill gave DOD eight separate criteria aiming to rein in the use of LPTA contracts. GAO says acquisition officials seem to be complying with most of them, but not all. For one thing, contracting officers are not providing written justifications for their decisions to use LPTA. DOD says regulations telling its personnel how to comply with that part of the law won't be ready until late next year. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. And an Air Force pilot is dead and another one is injured in a jet crash at Laughlin Air Force Base in Texas. The base says a T-38C Talon crashed yesterday evening during a training exercise. The crash is under investigation by a board of officers. The Air Force launched a review a couple of months ago after seven flying incidents over the spring. Find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 